Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Johnny Tyler! Madcap! Where you going with that shotgun? And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarron, and with me, as always, is a man who has been in his share of Mexican standoffs, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, man? Yes, I'm in one right now. <laughs> Holding the gun What's out going on, man? Right now. Not a lot, dude. It's been a, been a couple weeks. We did a couple of uh, flashback season one releases just to keep everybody happy, but uh, this is the first one live and in person that we're doing in a couple weeks, so I'm, I'm excited, man, to be back. This is cool. Uh, I'm excited to be doing this movie. This is one I hadn't seen before. And uh, got to watch it a couple of times to to get ready for this. This is 1989's The Killer, directed by John Woo and starring Chow Yun Fat. Yeah, I remember seeing this in the early 90s. Uh, this is way back when Bowers used to manage that jumbo video on Quinpool. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He used to bring in movies that were at the time uh, not on the list of films that you could watch in Nova Scotia. So <laughs> this was one of the ones just because the uh, the blood and the gun violence was a little high. Seems high. There, um, yeah. So he brought that in and was just like, "Hey, I got something. I got something for you guys. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of bullets and guns in this." And yeah, if memory serves me correctly, this was not available for rental in the very early 90s just because of the guns and the blood. And uh, Andy brought it in and played it for us. The gunplay and the violence is not lacking in this movie. There is well, a substantial yeah. amount of blood and squib blood flying out of people. <laughs> I mean, they like, spoilers, uh, they shoot a kid. Like They, they shoot a kid, like, yeah. <laughs> they shoot a little girl. Like... <laughs> John Woo is not fucking around. Like he's, he is not he's fucking around with this film. <laughs> I I gotta say, I think this is an exceptional film. I really enjoyed it. It's got almost a full two hour running time, which you typically don't see in like action films. Yeah. Um, but for me, it didn't really feel it didn't really feel long, or it didn't really feel like there were moments where it was dragging. I think they could probably tighten it up a little bit, but there was no point where I was really like, okay, like, you know, you could chop, you know, 15 minutes out of this film. I I thought it was quite good, like, the way that it was done, and like I said, I hadn't seen it in a couple of decades. Yeah, I thought it was, I enjoyed it. Uh, John Woo goes for the drama. Like, John Woo is, you know, there's the opening scene in the church is like, you know, it's 55 million candles, and Chow Yun-Fat sitting there, like, he is going for... Ooh, look at this. <laughs> like, well, yeah. He you know is. What I mean? And I mean, ah, oh, fuck. It's kind of fucked up, but I kind of respect him for it at the same time because, like, when you talk about John Woo, you're like, okay, uh, what do you have to have in a John Woo film? Well, you got to have a lot of slow motion. Okay, check. Yep. Uh, you got to have a lot of dual wielding pistols. Okay, <laughs> check. You got to yeah. have a lot of 
fucking doves that just show up for no reason. Check. Like when you when you listen to some other filmmakers talk and they're like, I don't want it to be my style. I want it to be the film style. John Woo is like, fuck that. This is my style. Yep. Every movie that I make will have a plethora of doves, <laughs> a plethora of slow motion, dual wielding pistols. Uh, you know, I'm going to put it all in there and go fuck your hat. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you got to respect the guy for that. Like, you got to you got to be like, oh, fuck, this guy's not playing. So you really do. This is like when if you put a silhouette of Michael Jordan playing basketball, you can tell it's Michael Jordan. If you put a silhouette of Tony Hawk skateboarding, I can tell it's Tony Hawk skateboarding. If I just watch this movie. This is a fucking John Woo movie. Like you're not yeah, gonna yeah. you're not gonna mistake like, this for like, oh, this is, you know, Clint Eastwood. Nope. This is John yeah, fucking Woo. I have Woo. a hard time I have a hard time fucking believing that the wet bandits didn't know that that fucking uh, cardboard <laughs> cutout of Jordan on that fucking train track was, you know, not Hey, that's not homeowner Kevin McAllister. That is a fucking cardboard cutout of number 23, Michael Jordan. Clearly. But yeah, he I fucking I fucking love John Woo. Like and maybe I got blinders on uh a little bit, but I I can I can forgive all of that. It's just like, you know, all of his trademark things that he's known for, you know, he does over and over again, but ah fuck, it's just good. I just really like this. Yeah, if you're in the mood for the John Woo thing, he delivers in spades every single time. It's it's yeah, it's cool 100%. All right, so let's get into this. Um, just before we do, please remember, uh, we want to always thank our patrons, Mike and Mike. Thank you, guys. If you want to be a patron, that would be dope. You can go to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. You can sign up there for as little as five bucks a month. You can get all of our podcasts and the extras. Uh, that would be the bomb diggity. You can also check out our website. That's offendedpodcast.com. If you don't feel like signing up to be a, a regular recurring patron, you can go there and we actually have merch. If you want to buy a t-shirt or a hat or a fanny pack or a jacket, whatever, you can go there and kind of do a one-time buy thing. You get a, a piece of merch and we get some money out of that too. That would help us out. Uh, as always, also follow our social media because you'll get tips on what's coming up. So you can follow us on Instagram. That's at you have offended this podcast. You can also follow the Facebook or the YouTubes uh, at the same thing. You have offended this podcast. And on Twitter, you can follow us at YHOTP. That's it. So thanks for that. Do that. So getting into this movie, the first uh, scene, the church scene, we kind of already covered it. The guy just comes in and asks him if he believes in God and the whole that whole spiel. And uh, then he goes into the, the club here and sees, sees Jen A. I, I, after Forrest Gump, I can't say Jenny. I have yeah. to say Jen A. Yeah. So he sees Jenny singing. He should not be blinding you, Jen A. So, yeah, he uh, sees her singing. That's actually uh, Sally Ye singing there. She's a, a pop star in, in Hong Kong, so she did all her own singing here. And that actually leads to a thing at the end uh, and a changing in the end that uh, had to happen. But uh, Chow Yun-Fat here comes in as Ah Jong, for, who for some reason in the subtitles, they fuck up the subtitles in a big way and call him Jeff. They they do call him Jeff. They, they call like, him they Jeff really, a lot. Yeah, they really uh, westernize the subtitles. But, you know, that's okay. I think the visuals, I fucking love the visuals in this film. Like, oh, yeah. It's really good. Like, far beyond what you get in typical action films. And uh, I just really love 
uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but so many times we talk about, you know, they're not being like really cool wide shots. And there's a lot of wide shots in this film, which are so good. Yeah, there's a lot of wide shots. There's a lot of good action. When Ah Jong comes into the club here and just starts capping dudes left and right and we get the very first mexican standoff of the of the film i believe there's three or there's at least three there's possibly four yeah of them but we get the first one here and he just starts laying waste to the dudes in this bar and we get the uh (laughs) the also recurring endless clip syndrome where he just you know he should have clips in these guns that are like a foot and a half long two feet long yeah, they should be touching the floor. Like, fucking dude never runs out thing. of bullets. <laughs> that's the other thing with a John Woo film. Like, I did say the slow motion, the doves, etc. But, yeah, you have to mention the fact that, like, there are a lot of bullets. Like, oh, here's a clip. It it looks like it should hold 15. No, no, it holds, uh, actually, it holds 87. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck? It's, he just keeps shooting. Yeah. And, like, Ah Jong comes in here and... There's several times in this film, and we'll get to them, but this is the first one where he's got one gun in each hand, the double guns, and some guy comes out at him, and he just pop, 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 just double gun unloading on this dude with no regard to how many other guys he might have to shoot <laughs> coming yeah. up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put 18 bullets in this guy, <laughs> right? And it's funny because Jenny comes in here. And when she only, like, blinks and has that, like, oh, my God, reaction when she enters the room that they're shooting in. Like, she doesn't hear the gunfire from the other room where she's singing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, she's surprised when she comes in the fucking room. It's like, oh, my God, there's gunfire. Like, (laughs) Did you not hear the gunfire, Jenny? They're having a fucking giant gunfight two pieces of Jiprock away from you. Like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I've got a son downstairs, and I can hear when he farts like, you know, <laughs> right? through the fucking floorboard, but, you know. So, this is where we get the, the sort of central conflict of, of Ah Jong's journey here, where a bad guy comes out, and he puts the pistol up, the six-shooter up. Uh, the bad guy shoots him in the back, I should say first, but then he puts the six-shooter up and shoots across Jenny's eyes, blinding yeah. her. And she's just a bloody mess across her eyes at this point. And he's trying to help her, and she's just freaking the fuck out. Obviously, because she got her face blasted off, basically. Yeah, of course, yes. So he's wrapping shit around her eyes, trying to calm her down. Thankfully, for Ah Jong and Jenny, that was the last bad guy, unbeknownst to, to Ah Jong. <laughs> but he he gets her out of there. And this is the scene where he's back in the church now and he's getting the bullets ripped out of his back with great pain and agony etched on his face. Yes. So he gets fixed up. He he's, is effectively Wolverine because this dude heals like nobody's business. Well, yeah, there's a certain... Honestly, I have to say I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay. You don't get shot in the back and then, like, you know, go right into the fifth fisticuffs later um no. there's a lot of things i'm i'm okay with like i can overlook the fucking infinite bullets i can overlook the fact that you know like steven seagal gets in his films and nobody touches him like yes. nobody lays a hand on him ever i mean this guy gets shot in the lungs you know and then he, he's at the bar he's at the bar listening to jenny sing like three minutes later i i gotta say i'm okay with it like 
just time compression, you you got to be okay with it. Well, and let's, stylistically, you just have to be like, okay, well, this is the world they've set up. Like, this guy's basically superhuman. There's a million bullets in every gun. Like, okay. Like, he's kind of setting yeah. up the world early, and you realize, like, okay, well, this is where I am. And he, he doesn't yeah. actually, he doesn't break from that. So um, I can kind of let it go, too, but it bears pointing out. <laughs> that, you know. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, throughout this film, which takes place over, I don't know, I would say it takes place over like a week and a half, two weeks, maybe. Something like that, yeah. He does get shot a lot. Like, oh, he, Chow yeah. Yun-Fat gets a lot of bullets into his body. <laughs> and, you know, and that's, and that's just okay. Like, I think that this film does... Such a good job stylistically, and like you said, it creates a world uh, where you can kind of suspend your disbelief and believe it. Because there's, 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 there's scenarios where nobody would have gotten out of that alive, right? You got ten oh. guys that are just in a in a circle firing guns across the circle. Everybody's fucking dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you're yeah. not really watching background at that point. <laughs> yeah, there there are moments where. I think there's a moment later in the church where, like, there's, like, a major gunfight and one guy in the background is throwing a front kick. And he's, like, 100 <laughs> yards away from the closest guy. And I'm yes. like, who the fuck is this guy kicking? So there's there's little things. But, you know, for me, the way that this is done, like, there's scenes coming up where there's, like, a conversation. And John Woo shot, like a master and then an overhead and then a close up and then a medium and like he shot so many angles in just a conversation yep. to make a much more interesting edit i'm like fuck it let this guy do whatever he wants cuz i just appreciate the fact that he put so much effort in yeah um so i i i fucking love it i just i just love everything about it i love the way it's shot i love how this is like a combination of um, and I know this came out before some of these films, but it's like a little bit of heat, a little bit of the music from Scarface. You know, you've got like this neo-noir uh, film feel to it. So it's got a lot of really, really great things in this. It really does. And again, I appreciate when somebody puts enough work in to develop their own style that you can recognize it. So I, that's yeah. cool. It's cool shit, man. I, I like it a lot. Uh, we get the the scene here where she's, she heals up and, and they kind of tell her she's never going to get her vision back fully. She's back at the bar playing. He's there watching her. He being Ai Jung. And she leaves and gets jumped in, in a street by a couple of thugs there. And Ai Jung beats the living fuck out of them. And yeah. takes her back to the apartment. Her apartment. Um, this is the funny thing, apparently, Chow Yun-Fat didn't like the fact that he had to beat these dudes up. Because he doesn't, quote unquote, doesn't like violence. Which is hysterical really? because he shoots the living shit out of like a million. The body count in this movie is 120. Yeah, like. <laughs> but like, he didn't want to punch it. You ventilated the chest of like a hundred men. <laughs> yeah, but apparently John Woo like convinced him to, to fist these dudes up. And he got a little too into it. And the stuntman, he eventually had to be like, hey, man, can you calm down because you're literally fucking us up like he couldn't pull his punches really well <laughs> well i mean like if it if it really came down to it it's like okay a we could you know punch and kick you and hit you in the face with a garbage can yep or i can shoot you 140 times with the six shooter <laughs> i'm like well i'll take the punches to the nuts and the and the face and the and the garbage can slam 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get shot that many times. Yeah, and those pro- those guys are probably in the background getting shot in other scenes, like seven times in this movie. Yeah, you know they're probably the guards for the assassination guy and in the church and at the beach house and all that stuff. So, but yeah, anyway, he goes into the the, the apartment here, and the cat knocks the 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 lamp over there, and she doesn't realize Jenny doesn't realize because she can't see that Ah Jong, who is helping her here, is the guy that shot her across the face and blinded her. Yeah. So he's feeling like ass because he's guilty as shit here. And she puts on music, which is the same music that she was singing at the bar. <laughs> so he's yeah. just like, oh Ironically. my God, what's happening? Like, oh, hey, do you want to listen awful. to my CD? <laughs> like, hey, later. Yeah, here's 20 minutes of me doing stand-up at the bar. Hey, don't you hate it when you get shot across the fucking eyes? <laughs> and... It's funny because they flash back to a scene we literally saw three minutes ago of her getting shot across the eyes and him getting the bullets dug out of his back. And he's now like having PTSD from this in her apartment. So anyway, that all happens. And then we go out and we get the first look at Inspector Ying here, who is played by Danny Lee. And he's sort of the, I don't know if he's antagonist or protagonist, but he's watching a basketball game and lighting a cigarette, and he's got his six-shooter reloader there, yeah, which he stuffs up his sleeve, which I find hysterical because the six-shooter he uses, he shoots like 98 times at a guy <laughs> later on. So there's way yeah. more than six bullets coming out of that. But anyway, the reloader's there, and he ends up talking to his partner, chief, whatever this person is, and they're driving around, chatting about what's going to happen, etc., and they end up going to this uh, this deal here, and the the deal ends up going badly, and a bunch of guys end up getting shot on this walkway because a cop comes up and sort of screws it up for them. And they have this massive-ass gunfight on this overpass thing. I'll yeah. tell you, man, John Woo knows how to squib a suit. Fuck does he ever. Well, well, or John Woo kills extras or or, conversely yes or like let's just use occam's razor here like he's really he's either really good at squibbing a suit or he just fucking shot a guy because that's the thing that's so uh great about this there's a i i mean i know that it's fantasy i know that it's a film but there's a there's a realism to there's a certain realism to the violence here because yeah. It's it's played I don't know like like a lot of times the violence is played in a lot of films that's just like oh my god that's so fucking awesome yeah we just saw 100 people get killed but in this like the violence does have stakes and yeah. it does weigh on Jeff um quite a bit throughout the film and despite the fact that he does kill a lot of people I like, like he does a lot of people <laughs> he does he does view himself as somebody that only kills like very much like Dexter oh I only kill the people that you know like deserve it he does view himself as a good person which yes. is which is really cool and there's so many there's so many shades that I think Michael Mann borrowed when he made heat between these two guys in this film because there's such a such a you know you're a cop i'm a criminal but we're very similar yes um in this film and the cop here uh, inspector ying like he chases one of these dudes onto this bus or this tram or whatever the hell it is yeah and dude like (laughs) 
the bad guy's on the tram and he's looking at him and there's this real tense like scene there. And when they finally show Ying see the bad guy, the bad guy jumps up and grabs a woman as a human shield and Ying doesn't even flinch. He just shoots the dude in the shoulder and misses the chick by like a millimetra. Yeah. He doesn't but... flinch. Like he's shooting in a fucking tram full of innocent people. Yeah, they are fucking, <laughs> as we know, in a lot of these Asian countries, they do pack those people into those cars right? very tightly. Very tightly. So there's a lot of fucking people on here. And he does shoot the bad guy, missing the hostage. But she... In this movie is like so fucking tragic. Like this movie is like <laughs> yeah. a Shakespearean tragedy. It's like, oh yeah, you shot the bad guy, you missed the woman, but she had fucking deep vein thrombosis <laughs> and 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 died and died of a heart condition moments later. Yeah, like stress fracture fucking, in her brain. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like they actually say something to the effect of, you know some sort of heart condition or thrombosis, but he just fucking ices the dude and he's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, by the way, the woman died. And you're like, fuck. Like, <laughs> well, you can see her on the ground. Like, oh my God. Like that's not a non-traumatic event. No, <laughs> no. She's on the, she's on the ground. Like fucking buddy and uh, dumb and dumber after he had the fucking <laughs> rat poison. <laughs> Except for the gurgling sound. Like, <laughs> she's fucking out. Like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> but I love when he's getting reprimanded in the shop. Yes. Uh, back at the cop shop here. And the fucking camera work here is amazing. Like, I fucking love John Woo. I really, really do. Like, yeah. he starts out with, like, a really, really, you know, like a wide, big old wide shot. shot the whole and he just basically. fucking slowly, slowly pulls in on him. And this is this is a really really excellent film. Like the the way that it's done, like the the all of the camera work here is just so good. Yeah, it's awesome. And his Ying's explanation of like you do what you got to do, fuck off. Like I did what I did. It's great. It's very good, and it sticks with his personality. I really like bringing him closer to. He's almost the more out of control one than Ah Jong is. Yeah, you, you know he really is. Even though he's the police. Uh, in this particular film, yeah, he's he's kind of straddling the line, but you know, like Jeff, he and Jeff have a an excellent relationship. This movie is about friendship. This movie is like has a body count of over a hundred, but it's really about <laughs> friendship, which is fucked. Uh, which is why I really love it. Like it's so good. Yeah, it's weird. And then we go into the apartment here with Ah Jong or Jeff getting. I'm going to call him Jeff because it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Jeff here meeting his old contact and getting his last job and wanting to retire here. And we get the plot point of his, his buddy there not catching the beer because his, his right hand's fucked up. Yeah. So he's kind of retiring and they have their little talk. It, Jeff ends up answering the door there with the harmonica in his mouth, which is sort of a recurring thing. Yeah. Well, very Sergio Leone. Like when I saw that, that's the first thing I thought about was, you know, harmonica in uh, once upon a time in the West. Yeah, they're talking about... Yeah, that's Ennio Morricone's film. Um, yeah. Then that was heavily influenced John Woo by that film. So that's why that was put in there. It was pretty cool. It's it's neat the way it kind of flows through. And it even ends the film. I mentioned it was that uh, Sally Ye's scheduling conflict. She was supposed to end this film, which we'll get to later. But she, the ending was supposed to be 
her getting on a plane going to America to get the surgery to fix her eyes. But her oh. her pop star singing schedule didn't allow her to come back and film that bit. So they ended up going to the guy playing the harmonica looking at the church as the outro. Which oh. is which is why they used that closing shot. It's supposed to be a, a different film ending than that, but did not know that. Yeah, but anyway, they, they, they cut back to her here getting her eyes tested, and there's a bit of a back and forth here. We get a, a click to, to Jeff here doing his thing, and a little flash now to the Dragon Boat race because we're going to the assassination film. They're kind of cutting, cutting back and forth here from the police who are trying to protect this guy, and the Dragon yeah. Boat race is where the assassination is going to take place. John Woo apparently had to film this under the auspices of doing a documentary on these Dragon Boat films because he didn't have a fucking permit or something. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And he wanted one of the Dragon Boats to, like, tip over, but none of the Dragon Boat guys would do that because they're all superstitious and shit, so they didn't want to flip the boat because they didn't want to be No, all... I believe that because Dragon Boat is fucking huge in China. Oh, And yeah. I know this. I know this because well, used the to first paddle. time... Well, yeah, from paddling, uh, Canada put a team in with, like, all my paddling buddies. Mm -hmm. And for the first time that China ever, ever lost was to the Canadian team. And they were fucking livid. And the Canadians partied like crazy and just tore the fucking city apart. So, yeah, like, it was <laughs> it was a huge, like, it was a huge thing for them to uh, to win Dragon Boat that year. That's wicked. Yeah, so he had to he had to do this pretending to film a dragon boat documentary and then came back and filmed all the the B-roll of Chow Yun Fat out in the harbor and the cigarette boat and all that shit with his Team America mustache on to make his disguise. Oh my fuck. Yeah. The disguises on this reminded me so much of Milhouse Van Houten and the Baron fucking yes. Vaughn disguising kit. I mean, need something so I can shoot this guy in the harbor. Well, you leave that to the Baron and me. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't even, like, he's so far away. Like, why does he need a disguise? But, you know, like, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine with it. It's just like, oh, I'll just put on a mustache. And it's just like, well, you're by yourself in a boat. Like, yeah. They clearly see that it's you in the boat. The fact <laughs> that you're wearing a mustache, <laughs> like, they still know it's you and your boat. With but, a rifle. Yeah, with a fucking... 30-odd-6 or whatever the fuck he had. hilarious when they show the scope view and the scope is, like, centered on the dude's forehead. But, like, dude, you're in a rifle with a scope on a fucking boat. You're not holding that shit that steady, son. Like, I don't care how good you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I really don't care. But, you're adding, again. You're adding you're adding addition, uh, uh, an additional element there where, you know, you're on a boat on the sea just fucking rocking back and forth. But... <laughs> Anyway, but it's a it's a cool scene. I I do overlook that stuff because it is a cool scene where the whoever that guy is, I honestly couldn't figure out who that dude was that he's trying to assassinate. But they got the the Tycho drummers there, or whoever they are, and the the dragon guy they're painting, and then the drums start to roll. And yeah, he's a big he's a big drug dealer, but he's also a political figure, right? Um, so like he has this you know secret life, you know, and Chow Yun Fat like just figures that. You know, he just combs a little bit of fucking gray into his hair. <laughs> a little know, bit of flower in his hair. Like, he'll be just like, ah, fuck that. It wasn't me. Look, I have black hair. That guy had fucking gray hair. How do you know he had gray hair? <laughs> Chow Yun-Fat. Jeff? Uh, Jeff. Fuck. 
but he he shoots this guy squaw in the face like right in the forehead it's a fucking great shot like the squibs and the blood in this film are amazing Oh, it's awesome. He shoots him in the arm and blood blows out. And then he shoots him in the back and blood blows out like it's wicked. But like he he comes out in this cigarette boat from behind this big boat. Like shoot the guy. And then why don't you just go back behind the boat? You know what I mean? Like he just tears ass. I mean, he drops the rifle in the harbor, which is cool. But then he just (laughs) the guy in the radio is like the murderer must be nearby. Check it out. Get on the boats. And he tears ass off in this fucking cigarette boat and hauls ass, which I guess, you know. None of these boats are going to catch him in the boat that he's in. Yeah, but at the same time, you're just like, you could be just on the shore and make a cursory glance up to the hundred boats <laughs> yeah. in the harbor. And there's one that is straight beating the ass out of the water, like just <laughs> in- fucking on perfect plane and just going at full speed. And you're like, I bet you it was that guy. Maybe it's fucking night boat over there. Yeah. Maybe it's night boat. (laughs) Tearing ass out of the harbor with the fucking. Tearing it out. Looking for a canal. Double. (laughs) There's always a canal. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny because he's in this boat with these double big fucking 280 horsepower engines. And the fucking cops come out in this little. You know, basically a fucking water skiing boat to try and catch him. And my first thought was, well, they're never going to catch him in that boat. Like, that's just no. not, that's not happening. <laughs> they would not. It's hilarious that they do. And they, and they try, and they try and make it seem with the shooting, like the cameras and stuff, that they're right on him. He could just crack that throttle and be outie, son. Like, he's not even going to be in view with those guys in about 12 seconds. No, no. Like, and I don't know. Like, you know, like, my, my... My boss always says you can't outrun a radio, but, like, at no point do they ever, like, radio for air support, which, you know, could clearly track his boat. But that's fine. I mean, you know, he shoots him, he fucks off, he gets away. It's yep. it's cool. Jackie you know, Chan would have had a helicopter in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Or well, Jackie Chan would have had a hovercraft is what Jackie Chan would have had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jackie Chan barreling down with a fucking hovercraft. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, Jeff tears ass off here and ends up landing on this harbor, or on this beach, I should say. So we get a bit of a cut here, and Jeff is sort of strolling down the beach with his shades on, just taking it easy and doing his thing here. And we get the shot of some dude up in the, up in the jungle with a rifle scoped right on Jeff. Like, where did this guy come from? Because I couldn't was, figure it out. Yeah, I I don't know. Because how did they know he was going to go there? That's what like, I mean. How did like, they know bad guys he was in the car. Go to that beach. All right, motherfuckers, everybody hang here because I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the uh, translation, he revealed that that's where he was going to be taking the boat. But he's in a chase. Like, yeah, like, yeah. He's going anyway. to get away. He's not yelling out like, I'm going to Bondock Island later, bitches. Like, (laughs) see you there. Peace. Peace out. And this is where we get uh, the the aforementioned little girl who sees the glint of the scope up in the woods there. And then Uh, Jeff is like, fuck, what's she looking at? And she looks at him with eyes like, oh, man, you about to get shot. We're all getting shot here. We're all getting, nobody getting out of this. And he sees the reflection in his sunglasses of the glint up. Like, again, he's superhuman because, like, 
the the amount of reflection you're seeing in the lens of your fucking sunglasses of the jungle behind him to pick up the yeah, glint like, from that fucking scope okay. and then move <laughs> like fuck off like when i was watching this film i knew we were going to get here like yeah, yeah like there's no yeah it like okay it's a really fucking cool shot like it's a really cool artistic shot that i really liked but at the same time you're just like fuck off like oh yeah, that. well that's the thing. Like it's cool because you know, he dives out of the way of the gun, he jumps and shoots the guy up in the jungle with one shot. Her, like good on you. And then he does the cool drop to one knee John Woo spin around kills the other yeah, guy. But I mean, like you've got a guy with a high-powered rifle like in the woods under brush shooting Couldn't. at a guy who doesn't know that he's there with a pistol. <laughs> and the guy yeah. with the pistol wins and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Okay. okay. Actual fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, I don't know, like, for me, I'm I'm fine with it all, even though, like, none of it, you know, none of it makes sense, but that's okay. Like, I'm really okay with it. Yeah. Oh, I, again, it's unrealistic and insane, but it's John Woo, so I'm okay. You know, he shoots the propane tanks, the guy dives through. Fucking amazing shot. Well, like, I mean, which fucking asshole would be like, oh, I'm going to dry my fucking white sheets. I'm going to bring them all to the beach so they can be covered and pelted in fucking sand and shit. Sea like, foam it's just and fucking done, yeah, sea crab foam jizz. And fucking, and, yeah, crab jizz and fish <laughs> eggs and shit. Like, like, like I mean, he, he does things for artistic purposes, right? Yes. And it's just like, okay, oh, well, what, what, what about on the beach if I just stacked 100 red fucking propane tanks and, uh, you know, just left them there so when a guy dies behind them, John Woo can fucking shoot them and explode. Like, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of liberties here that it's, it's like a house of cards. Like, if you question anything, the whole thing falls. Yes. Um, but visually, the shit is second to none, so you're, you know, you just kind of accept it. Yeah. And this is where the little girl gets shot, and Jeff protects the little girl, and he gets her in the car, escapes. Like, there's a million guys here now trying to kill him. And where the fuck they came from, I don't know. But he gets away from them in the in the stolen car. The cops finally show up in their little water ski boat, and they follow Jeff and the girl to the hospital where he drops her off and tries to get her help. And then they have a bit of a standoff in the hospital here, and Jeff ends up running away and getting away from the cops here. Who are trying to trying to find him, but he he ends up making his escape, and the cops are pretty pissed about that. Yeah, yeah, they they are pissed, but I mean, you know, it's awesome. Like I I just really really like it. As foolish as this film can get, like I think it's just artistically beautiful, and I'm okay with like all of it. Yeah, and you you can really see as as silly and as as sort of. Uh, poke holeable, if I may coin a term, as this movie is. You can really see the cinematography is where it really puts its influence and where people look at it and go, fuck, I need to copy that shot. And like yeah. the colors and, and the shots and the way he moves his camera and the way he gets the actors to move. Like all the action in this movie, there was no plan for it other than when John Woo got on set that day and they just fucking improvised it. Well, like, I mean... He's got so, like, he's got so much coverage, right? Like, yep. Like, there, like, there's usually they're like, okay, we're gonna shoot the master, and then we're gonna shoot character A from this angle, and then we're gonna shoot character B from this angle, and like, you're watching 
John Woo do it. And he's just like, okay, there's the fucking uh, 37 degree angle from below and the fucking overhead angle. And you're like, <laughs> bitch, how long did you take to shoot this fucking conversation? Because I think I saw nine or ten different angles in just this <laughs> fucking thing. So, I mean, you know, you just appreciate it. And he comes fucking barging in with a fucking shot up little girl. And he's like, hey, fix this little girl. And they're like, yeah, no problem. And they start working on him on her and uh the cops show up and chow yun fat's still fucking hanging there just making sure the little girl's okay yeah it's pretty cool and then the, the shot after of him with the colors behind him the close-up on his face really good yeah i really like that one where he's kind of flashing back to the girl john Wu, like you mentioned kind of the shakespearean thing it's very kind of like that where he does something and then he'll immediately go see what i just did Right there, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much, very, uh, yeah, very Richard. Richard the third, right? Yeah. Like very because yeah, in Richard the third, Richard will like look at like the audience, and he'd be just like, "Hey, guess what? I'm gonna fucking fuck this up, and I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna marry Anne, and then I'm gonna cause some shit. Watch this." And then they do the scene, and then they cut back to Richard, and he's like, "Going, I told y'all, bitches. See what so, I did, motherfuckers. Yeah. Now yeah. watch this so, shit. <laughs> yeah. This is this is Shakespearean in that." particular genre that uh you know you get a lot of flashbacks and you get a lot of the um i guess the internal internal thoughts of jeff throughout the film because he's constantly plagued by all of the chaos that his job brings to innocent people and it uh it weighs very heavily on him it does so the the story kind of plows ahead here with uh the the guy that Jeff works for working with the the bad guy of the film here, uh, Wong Hoi, who was played by Xing Fui On, and he you realize like oh fuck Jeff's gonna get double crossed here, uh, so we see that part we see uh, the cops here talking about the singer and Jenny oh my god she's not recovered yet she's still trying to recover there's sketches of Jeff all over the room here yeah they look like the fucking lead singer of Aha. <laughs> <laughs> but now we get the the inspector, Inspector Ying here, going to or, yeah, Inspector Ying, going to see Jenny in the bar, and they have a conversation here and kind of get to know each other. Where he's still, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty song. Can you sing it again here? And she's like, oh, I only sing that for one person. And Ying is like, Jeff, you only sing it for Jeff? Huh? I know that I know that guy. So he's trying to sort of ingratiate himself to her. Yeah. And then Jeff shows up. Yeah. So they have a bit of a, uh, I want to say a bit of a stare down here because he's, he being Ying, is still talking to Jenny and she doesn't know that Jeff is there and they're having this mad dog stare off. Well, that's the thing. Like, this movie did Heat before Heat was Heat. Yeah. Like, just just an excellent uh, cop versus robber. We're the same guy. We live by a code. Like, you know, they do they do an exceptional job here. Yeah. You want to know what they're looking at? Us. The LAPD. We just got yeah. made. <laughs> Such a, We got to do Heat and fucking Partial Arts at some point. Oh, fuck. We have to do Jesus. Heat because I love that movie. Fucking Christ. That's probably one of the greatest movies goddamn ever. So we get the, the showdown here with, uh, or the double cross showdown here with Jeff and, and partner guy. Um, I forget his name, honestly. I, I can't remember the dude's name. The guy with the bad hand, the bad right hand. But he shows up uh, with uh, with the money here, and we get a bit of a double cross. Jeff is holding the gun on his face, and 
he realizes he's getting fucked, so he's trying to get, you know, who's trying to kill me out of this guy. And I can't remember if he does or not, but I know he puts the, he ends up getting his gun taken by the guy who ends up pointing it at Jeff's face. And Jeff just kind of laughs because he knows the fucking gun's not loaded. Yeah. Which, if no, you're a professional was... hitman with 90 bullets in your handgun, you should know by the weight that it's not loaded. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. bullets aren't, you know, fucking, they don't weigh nothing. Yeah, like, he's he's credited as Fung Se, but I think they gave him, in the film, I think they gave him, like, a like an American name. Like, like a Lewis Simon or, or Simon or some shit. Yeah. 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 They fuck up the subtitles hard in this, apparently, in, like, the... Oh, yeah, the... this is, like, so fucked. <laughs> like, it's all over the place. <laughs> In the UK release and everything, they just ruined the subtitles. But anyway, yeah, so Jeff here clocks uh, Feng Se in the head and shoots himself backwards and, and shoots this other dude in the chest a million times. And he has to kill a couple of guys to get out of this apartment alive. Kind of cool, balletic gunplay, as John Woo was very famous for. Nice close-ups and shooting down the pipe and all that stuff. It's oh, pretty fuck, cool, man. Like it's, it's pretty cool. Like when he slides the chair back and shoots, and then you know later that's used by the cop to uh, you know do the whole fucking red dragon Hannibal Lecter figure out what's happening. Yeah, like man, like this film. Like there's so many films that fucking ripped parts of this film off. Yeah, like you can take this film and there's like six or seven films that took like one aspect of it and ran with it. Yeah, so it's. Ah, oh, fuck. This is 89, man. Like, this is way before a lot of things. Oh, this is an extraordinary influential film. Because you can pick out, you know, Tarantino loves this film. There's a ton of people who bite, like you said, parts of Wu's style specifically from this film. Yeah. So, it's pretty great. Pretty great. So, yeah, he kills a bunch of dudes here. And he ends up getting the name of Johnny Tang or whatever his name is. The guy who wants him dead from Feng Se. Because he's pointing the gun in his face. And like you said, we were chatting earlier, he just shot this handgun 55,000 times and killed 80 dudes. And now he's literally holding the barrel pressed against the bridge of this dude's nose. Yeah. He would burn his shit off with that because it'd be so fucking hot. It would. Like, you just just fired 80 fucking rounds out of a (laughs) six-shooter somehow. That barrel's going to be hot, sir. Yeah, he's going to have some uh, little bit of markage. On the face from the gun barrel there. So yeah, the, the, that wraps up. We get a cut forward here to the police coming into the apartment to figure out what the hell's going on. There's 50, 11,000 bullet holes in the walls and dead bodies everywhere well, and shit. honestly, I, I know we kind of skipped over it, but when these guys raid the fucking apartment, like, oh. it's awesome. It's like, dope, yeah. Chow Yun-Fat is just walking around completely invincible like he's not (laughs) ducking behind fucking couches and shit like he's legit like walking through the apartment full height shoulders back (laughs) like just ice and dudes and uh i i i I really really like this like really great yeah it's fucking awesome this movie's cool as shit and when they get like you said you know they're doing two shots they're doing over the shoulders He's got a camera up in the top corner of the room looking down from a high angle so you see the whole room with bodies and fucking jiprock and shit everywhere. Yeah. And then Ying just sits in the chair. And they they do that cool thing where they pan through the French doors and it's changing the person in the chair from Ying to to, to Jeff, from Ying to Jeff. I thought that was so good. Like, I really thought that was so good. Yeah, it was cool as shit. 
and they're both they both have the cigarette in their hand and he's putting together ying is putting together what's going on because they th- yeah. the two men think the same right like you said they're they're very very similar guys and he's he's putting together what happened in here and this is where he pushes the chair back and slides and they even cut to jeff shooting the guy oh yeah they they cut that in there which is i mean i really think that michael mann was influenced um from this film when he made heat because uh this is you know exceptional it's basically like here's two characters that are the exact same one just happens to be a criminal and one just happens to be a cop but they are the same character yeah. in two diametrically opposed situations and uh that's what i really loved about this film and of course heat yeah well that's yeah it's it's the the diner scene in heat where the you know they're talking about you know you do what you do and i do what i do try to stop guys like you and that's what we do like that's just our yeah. lives you know it's fucking cool man they do have a he does have a weird habit and he does it at least three times two at the end and at least one here where he freeze frames at the end of a scene yeah he takes that uh he takes that moment of like happiness or uh acknowledgement or what have you and he does put the freeze frames in there like he it's he weird. legit he le- well well, th- it, it's not yeah. weird. It throws me off because at the end. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, it was no, the fucking end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't mean to, uh, you know, discount what you were saying. But you got to also realize that this is eighty nine. So in the eighties, a lot of shows or sitcoms ended on those freeze frames. Yes, like there was a lot of freeze frames, and I think that, you know, if I had to guess, I don't know. I'm not anybody's dad here. But yeah. I think that that was just kind of something that was commonplace, and I think he just used it in a different way in 89. Probably, yeah. I mean, it's John Woo, so he's trying to set his own pathway here, right? So now they cut to the apartment building here, and we get the, the guy chucking the garbage down the hall and the landlady yelling at him. I don't know if that's supposed to be, you know, sort of Thomas Hardy kind of symbolism of, you know, the dirtiness of the, the business and the, the entire underworld kind of thing i don't know or if it's just a guy chucking garbage i don't know but this is where we get the face-off of jeff and ying and we get the second mexican standoff here with guns pointed in the faces of the film yeah and it's pretty fucking cool it's yeah it is and it's cool it they add and he adds a neat angle here where jeff and ying are pointing guns at each other's faces and then fucking jenny comes in and can't see anything so he just she just thinks that they're hanging out and like oh they used to play football with me and jenny's like oh that's awesome and they still got their guns pointed under each other's armpits (laughs) yeah they 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 drop their guns and you know like she doesn't know rat shit from rice krispies at that point like (laughs) you know she's blind and uh you know they have this real cool standoff where they're making up these back story bullshit stories it's just fucking cool man like these guys are both like so confident in what they're doing but they're both like trying to be professional in their roles and not include a civilian in what they're doing which i thought was fucking dope and this is where the the you know we played football together i was dumbo he was mickey mouse nickname nonsense comes in yeah um Disney apparently initially had a big, a big problem with this, but yeah, the, the Dumbo Mickey Mouse nicknames make their first appearance here. 
And uh, these guys are still pointing guns at each other the whole time. They send Jenny off to do something. And it's a pretty cool, unblinking conversation with guns pointed in their faces this whole time here. Well, they're smiling. Like, they're smiling. And they they either have, like, you know, like a really good handheld operator or a steady cam because they're basically drifting uh, left to right as they move around these two guys that are holding fucking guns to each other's heads <laughs> while they just have a uh, conversation. Um, I fucking love the way that uh, John Woo did this and the fact that, you know, the partner comes in and Chow Yun-Fat's like, oh, here's another friend of ours. Have some tea. You know, they, okay. and it's, it's when a the partner, fucking deadly. When, wait, when the partner comes in the, the door after climbing around the outside of the building, did the fucking cat just jump on him randomly? Oh, yes. Yeah, that is true. Because <laughs> he's coming in, and I was like, what happened to him? Why'd he fall down? And I rewound it, and I was like, did that cat just fall out of the fucking sky? <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you, John Woo threw a fucking cat at a man, is what happened. <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's cool, because like, the, the way he handles it is very good. Jeff you know, places Jenny's hand on Ying's hand that has the gun. So he has to change hands, and he has to like address that and try and yeah. get his gun, so that Jeff can deal with the partner. And then they start chasing each other around when they get out, and, and Jeff makes his getaway. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, I really like the way. And then, of course, he gets up on the roof and, oh, I'm in a fucking swarm of uh, pigeons. It's like, of course yeah, you are. Of course you're, you're in a John Woo film. Fucking Mike Tyson's roof with <laughs> slow motion. pigeons. Yeah. Hey, get the fuck out of here, man. You're fucking with my <laughs> pigeons. You guys. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 I just really like a lot of this. It's like, pretty good. The yeah. fucking, the, I just like everything, like. The the angles that he does and the fucking zooms and the pulls and like straight down overhead shots and then like, you know, from the ground pulling in tight shots. You got to fucking give the guy credit. Like he does make this stuff interesting. He absolutely does. Yeah. When Jeff is down on the ground, Ying is on the roof and the partner's caught in the middle on the outside of the building yeah. and they're, they're having that, that face off kind of thing there. And Jeff just kind of gets in his car and drives away. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. But Jenny ends up here coming back and the, the Ying goes back into her apartment and starts to talk to her. And Jenny's like, who the actual fuck are you? And he tells her that he's a cop and Jeff's a killer. And she doesn't believe him and freaks out. Yeah. It's a good scene. Like she's, she does really well here. He does really well. Danny Lee does a really good job. It's, 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 it's a good scene, man. I like it. They play it well. And he tries to talk her down. And tells Jenny here that it was Jeff, actually, that shot her across the eyes and blinded her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, your boyfriend shot you in the fucking eyes. So <laughs> Ruined your and whole it, fucking life. And now his boss wanna, wants to kill him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but was that like the muzzle flash slash powder burns that actually did the damage to her eyes to her I corneas think so like it would have to be right like because it, it, it he didn't shoot her the bridge of her fucking nose out yeah yeah it's not like you get shot in the temple and you're like oh fuck i'm blind yeah. no not only are you <laughs> blind you are fucking 10 toes up motherfucker like <laughs> yeah i think the barrel of the gun must have just been close enough to her to just yeah flash and powder burn her eyes out so yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that's what happened so Anyway, so that that gets explained there, and uh, we get Feng Se here hiring 
sunglasses guy to kill Jeff. And uh, that's sort of a a very small scene in the apartment here, or the the bad guy, Fung Se's apartment or office or whatever the hell it is. And then we get the parking garage scene here where uh, the the bad guys are trying to sort out, you know, hey, man, this guy's fucking serious. Jeff's no joke. He's going to fucking try and kill you. And all the, the bad guys are figuring out what's happening with respect to where's Jeff, what's happening. And when they go to the parking garage, there's Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> and they have a bit of a shootout here. Oh, a bit, yeah. A, a little bit. Where well, they have smash-up derby because Jeff's in that fucking Jeep with no doors and no roof because, you know, safety. But fuck, dude. He just starts shooting guys through windshields and blood's flying everywhere and shooting out of shoulders and cars are driving around and smashing into shit. And there's a guy, the the bad guy's car, it's like a Volvo or some shit, Yeah, drives quick. And one of the bad guys bails out of the, the passenger side, which in North America would be the driver's side. But, dude, he's driving, I don't know, 50, and this fucking bad guy just bails and slides on the fucking concrete? Yes. A stuntman slides, and, like, the road rash that motherfucker must have had must have been epic, because damn. No, but, like, usually you see somebody roll out of a car, and the stunt person you know, is rolling to kind of protect themselves. Yes. But this guy dives out and fucking rolls once and then slides like six feet. And misses and a concrete pillar roll. by yeah. about and seven inches. And starts to roll again. And you're just like, what about that six foot slide that he did on concrete? Because that <laughs> would fucking, that took all of the epidermis off of that <laughs> motherfucker. Um, and then, of course, Wong, the basic gang leader in this film, gets shot for the first time, the first yes. of many times that he's shot, because <laughs> this motherfucker birthday candles me so many times Dude. in this film. Like the black dynamite birthday candle. Like, yep. oh, once you think it's out, it pops back up. Because <laughs> this guy, he gets shot. Oh, my God. It's got to be three or four times where he gets shot and you think, oh, he's dead. But he just fucking shows up again later. And but it's just like... Oh, my God, don't worry. I was only shot in the heart, chest, <laughs> left, breast, nuts, face, neck, and torso. And you're just like, no, you're fucking dead. Is this the dude that leaned out of the car and he shot him? Oh, he gets shot, like, he gets shot everywhere. Like, he was in the back seat of the car. He didn't lean out, but he got shot in that last scene. But he gets shot a lot. He's the main fucking guy, Wong. Okay, because there's a guy who leans out of the car and Jeff shoots him and his fucking arm comes off. Oh, yeah, that's him later. Yeah. But his his but arm is back on. That's what like, I mean. And, <laughs> like, yeah, you see yeah. the squib blow his fucking suit arm off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then his like, arm's back and fine later. <laughs> I fucking rewound that like fucking 60 times because I'm like, he shot his arm off with a pistol. And then the next scene, <laughs> right. he shows up. He's got two arms. And you're just like, what the fuck? It was awesome. Oh, it's so fucking funny. It's great. So, yeah, Jeff gets out of that, drives away and gets mad at his Jeep here and, you know, kicks the tire and slaps the back tire and grrr, and he's all angry. And his his buddy is there and they're they're... <sighs> They're having this real heart-to-heart, like, man, the world used to not be like this, and it's changing so fast. And like, having this real oh, yeah. fucking heart-to-heart nostalgic talk about what killing people used to be like. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome. Hired killer. It's like, man, back in the old day, you'd just fucking blow a guy's head off and that was it. Now you got to fucking shoot a guy's arm off. It grows back. Like, you know. Bunch of salamander people. This is crazy, man. I got to get salamander, out. Salamander nanotech. Like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this business, man. This is stupid. Then they have a little laugh. That's what friends are for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? All this right. Is a, this is a this is a fucked up movie about friend. Like this movie is truly about friendship. Yeah. Like that's the general theme of the film with a body count of over a hundred. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's yeah. It's pretty fucking, fucking awesome. Holy shit balls. So yeah. Um, what's his face? Uh, Jeff here. Jeff and his his bad handed partner go to this. Uh, this is the beach house, right? Is am I right in that? Yes. yes. Where they yeah. go here and they have a little chat here and they have a toast over the water and he's talking about, oh, Jenny always wanted to be here and kind of awesome. And he's trying to plan what he's going to do with Jenny. And Jenny, he calls her and they're talking about, oh, fucking, I have these corneas that I want to have surgery with and we should leave. And they're going back and forth. But the cops here are, again, very heat when he's setting up Val Kilmer's character at the end of Heat. Yeah. No, completely. It's very, very and similar this, to that. Like, like as soon as you said the word, they're like they're they're planning. One thing I will say about this film, despite the fact that you're really rooting for the cop and the criminal, like you're rooting for both of these guys. Yes, this movie is 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 an example of making all of the wrong choices because <laughs> yes. at the end of the film, nothing works out for fucking anybody. Nobody. And it's it's such a fucking downer, and I don't even mean that in a negative way. Like they're just like, hey, you were expecting a happy ending, you know, it's like that Bugs Bunny. What do you expect in an opera? A happy ending? You're yeah. Like fuck you. Here's your ending. This is what happened digest this now you piece of shit you audience member a-holes yeah you a-hole this is what <laughs> happens in the real world so they they're planning on flying to singapore here to get jenny's eyes fixed but they're planning a big sting at the airport so all the cops are all over the fucking place at the airport jenny could not look more freaked out yeah if she tried and now because of because of jeff's fucking Baron von Munch fucking disguise kits. They're looking at all these guys and they don't know who Jeff is. Is he there? Is he not there? What's happening? Holy shit. And he ends up showing up and he is dressed in a goatee and a beard. And he's just kind of hanging out behind a post and letting the cops wild goose chase on these other people. And yeah. one of the cops front kicks a dude into the goddamn tile floor here pretty good. This is true. But it's Jeff's buddy with the with the bad hand that's attracting all the cops' attention here. And Jeff and Jenny here end up jumping on the baggage carousel thing yep. and escaping on that, which is pretty dope. It's pretty cool. Yeah, my brother did that at the train station back in the 70s. Nice. I fucking watched him. I just watched him go down the conveyor and through the fucking thing and into the back room. I was like, well, my, my brother's gone forever. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm a only child now. Ten minutes later, he came out a side door, but... Anyway. <laughs> Did he really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So, yeah, the cops end up getting Jeff's uh, buddy here, and he's getting interrogated, and they're being rough with him, and he's not giving them anything. He's talking to them, why were you here? I was chasing tail. What do you do? I'm a casting agent. Like, ah, fuck yourself. Like, he's not giving them shit, and 
He's playing drunk. I don't know if he's playing drunk or he is drunk at this point. I think he's playing drunk, right? I think he's playing drunk, but, I mean, that whole thing leading up to it, the way that John Woo shot that, like, the cops are confused, and you're also confused, right? Like, he's out of focus. You can't quite see him. He's, you know, washing his face with a with a towel. Like, they yep. did a really good... They did a really good job at building tension on this scene, which uh, I thought was great. I thought it was really, really great. It was good. And the cops are getting on Ying's ass right now, his bosses, for like, get this fucking guy or you're off the case. And Ying is like, I'm not giving up on him. Fuck you guys. He's he's doesn't want to give up, basically. Yeah. Which, you know, power to him. I wouldn't either. And then we cut to the scene with Jenny and Jeff here. And they're back at wherever they're at. I don't know if they're at the beach house or at his apartment or her apartment or wherever the fuck they are. But this is where, like you mentioned earlier, you get Jeff's explanation of, uh, because now that Jenny knows that he's a killer, he's saying like, you know, look, all the people that I killed, I thought deserved to die. They were bad people. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> that scene from True Lies when, when I was about to Jamie say Lee they Curtis. were all bad. <laughs> yeah. It's just about Have to you ever killed it. anybody? Yeah, but they were all bad. They were all bad. <laughs> it's just like that scene, only not comedic. Yeah. That's another movie we should do. True Lies is fucking epic. I yeah, love that Yeah, we should. Film. That was a fucking hilarious movie. Goddamn awesome movie. So we get another uh, another parking garage scene here where Jeff's part... Uh, I keep wanting to call him his partner, his, his bad guy friend, the guy with the bad hand, is here. And then yeah. hired sunglasses guy just pulls up right next to him and... Pop, pop, just fucking shoots the living shit out of this dude. And, yeah, uh, Fung. Oh, yeah, Fung gets shot right in the fucking neck piece. And blood shoots everywhere. Like, you said it earlier, but I don't think it can be stressed enough how fucking awesome the squib and blood work is in this film. It's fucking I incredible. I really, really, really like it. Like, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Like, they get shot and blood literally shoots out of the person. It's Yeah, dope. like, more blood than you would have in your body. Like, <laughs> yes. it goes flying. It's like, wait, I think that was uh, ten pints of blood that flew <laughs> onto the fucking windshield. But the human body only has eight pints. Well, yeah. fuck that. Well, We're not going. in this movie. We're in John Woo yeah. world. I, I fucking love it. Like... There's a lot of really good, and then they fucking go through the rest of the film in their blood-soaked fucking shirt. Like, yeah, I'm nobody tell changes. You, like, if I get shot in the fucking neck and I can still drive a car, I'm not going to pursue the guy that shot me as much as I'm going to drive to the fucking hospital. No, I'm going to like, the fucking hospital. But and these guys, yeah, <laughs> these guys have nuts on them the size of the fucking cars they're driving, <laughs> and they just fucking like, ah, don't worry, it's just a shot in the fucking carotid artery. Like they just fucking go, man. It's great, and I do really love this car chase because this car chase—they are terracing around rural fucking Hong Kong. And they're like they launch that one car that like rolls down the hill. Oh like, yeah, and they're they flying are, and like, launching shit. They are really fucking like rubbing and scratching and bumping each other. And yep. the damage on the cars is real. Like it's not post production computer shit. Like oh no, I, I I really appreciated the you know it's not like the super super car scene to end all car scenes, but. Like, the bumping and the rubbing is legit. It's real, and I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, it's really good. So that kind of wraps up, and then we get the scene now with Jeff and his bad guy partner. It, I guess it wasn't the bad guy partner that got shot in the neck, right? It was a different no, it was person. The, it was the cop. 
Yes, that's the cop right. okay. partner. The, yes, 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 yes. That's right. Um, what uh, I forget his Sergeant name. Sang. Yes. Okay. He got shot in the throat there and kept trying to chase the guys. Yeah. Sergeant Sang got shot in the neck. Shot right in my the neck. Head. My neck. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Fung Se here is who is who is called Sydney in the in the film. Um, they're back here and they're talking about the guns and you can use my guns and you know they're trying to work out how they're gonna sort of get out of this alive and the cop now ying goes to the hospital and sees the partner there that gets shot in the neck and he's trying to make sure that he's okay and kind of get him through and he's going to try and find the sunglasses guy and ying is chatting with one of the other cops i guess and sharing a smoke with him and it's the same guy i mean they're they're, they're it's a bit of a flashback yeah. i guess um it's, it's a cool little scene i like the the friendship development between those guys yeah and, and the, the relationship that they have. So he's obviously very pissed that his friend got shot. So now he's going after Sunglasses Guy, and he hops on this motorbike, and off he fucking goes. But nonetheless, needless to say, bad timings. Sunglasses Guy sees him and chases him. So now he's being pursued by Sunglasses Guy. Jeff, at this point, is loading his trunk with a bunch of weaponry. Yeah. And sees all these white suit guys running around and he's got suspicious fucking skeptical hippo eyes here of what's happening. This is all leading up to the beach house shootout, which is fucking insane, dude. Like this it, is, it, un- this, this is one of the fucking high points of this film. The fact that they've got all of these guys, like, you know, buddy dumps his motorcycle, pulls his gun and starts running for the beach house. But this is a fucking great scene. It's incredible. They used, 20,000 rounds of ammunition in this beach house shootout. That is a fucking crazy number, and right? I totally believe it. Yeah. Like, like that's crazy, but I believe it. Well, and when you think about the guns they're using, it's six shooters and nine clip handguns. Yeah. It's fucking that they use 20,000 rounds of ammunition. Because Well, that's the... That's what's so that's so wild about this movie. It's just like, yeah, we've got ten dead, but twenty thousand rounds fired. Like, you know, like <laughs> it's bananas. It's awesome. Yeah. So Ying shows up here, he's pointing the gun at Jeff, and he's pissed at Jeff because he thinks that his partner Chang died because of Jeff. Yeah, this is this is really good, like cause Chow Yun Fat's not directly responsible. And he's just like, well, if it'll make you feel better, shoot me in the fucking head. Like, yep. you know, he's he doesn't even give a shit, man. It's awesome. Well, and it's fucking crazy because, you know, they're, this scene is fucking mental, dude. They're standing there, and he's trying to say, I'm not going to let you take me to prison, but if you need to shoot me to satisfy your fucking friend yeah. vendetta, then fucking shoot me. But then he sees the guy in the white suit running up behind him, behind Ying. Yeah. Doesn't flinch, goes to get his gun. Ying shoots Jeff in the shoulder, so Jeff pushes Jenny to the ground, pulls out his gun, and shoots the guy running behind Ying. Ying with the other sees arm. that with the other arm. <laughs> yeah. Ying sees that, drops to the ground, and then they have a third, the third Mexican standoff of the movie on the ground with their guns pointed at each other's face. And now they have the look, if you're going to kill me, kill me, but I would suggest we maybe get the fuck out of here first, both of us alive. How about that? Yeah. And then fucking... Chinese Ray Charles 
fucking holds the gun up and she's just like, where is he? I'm going to fucking shoot Dumbo right in his fucking face. Right in his He's fucking stupid like, face. Hey, man, take it easy. Take it easy. And Dumbo, kind of as Blindy McBlinderston, Jenny holds the gun in Dumbo's face. He kind of slowly moves his face out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and she, she doesn't notice. She does not notice at all. She doesn't notice, but pulls the trigger. So she's not playing. She wanted to kill that dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She's just like, oh, by the way, I didn't mean to kill that guy. I just killed. And Jeff's like, hey, you didn't kill him. So, uh, you know, we're good. You can't see there, Blindy. But now, like 50 guys in white suits. If you're going to raid a house, why are you wearing white? Like all these guys are wearing white. And Chow Yun-Fat's all wearing white. Yeah, you do not wear white in a John Woo film because you are going to be caked in your own fucking blood, shit, and piss momentarily <laughs> because he he stains all of it. And then the fucking cars pull up and guys are fucking drop rolling Tumbling. out of vehicles. No, like on cue, like the doors, <laughs> yep. like this is fucking like, like, oh my fuck. But it's like the, saving the, Private Ryan because as soon as they tumble out, they get shot. <laughs> Well, yes, but <laughs> the fact that three cars pull up, the doors open, and guys fucking tumble roll out of the cars at the exact same time, like, John Woo was probably like, no, fucking do it again until you all roll out of the, like, yep. in fucking cadence here. Like, Take 47, let's go, guys. Awesome. Like, the fucking rolls and jumps, there's guys fucking shooting up the floor. Chow Yun-Fat would have been killed, like, 60 times here like oh. i have to admit that yes because he's standing there there's 30 guys like you know in his 170 degree field of view they're all <laughs> shooting at him like he Johnny never gets Bats shot just, like shoot. Yeah. every bad guy gets shot 40 times yeah like chow yun fat gets shot but i think i think the only guy that shoots him is the cop but yes you know it's fucking it's it's great. Like it's really really well done. He's wearing that white suit. He's caked in his own red blood. It's it's good. There's a guy with a shotgun that comes in, and he shoots a Chow Yun fat sized hole in the gyp rock beside him. Oh yes, that's mental. And then the the cop, Ying and Jeff decide, okay, let's just get Jenny out of here. How about that? Let's get the blind girl out of here. Yeah, let's team up. They do their little their their first kind of team up here, and they team up really well because they blow up a car. They shoot the gas tank and it runs out and blow that shit up, and Ying gets Jenny in the car. I think I will. Yeah, I will fucking, fucking say that the thing that I really loved about this film is as they're getting into the car, yep. that car is legitimately fucked. Like, a, oh yeah, it's, it's on fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. B, like the windows are all smashed out. They're driving away, and the fucking bad guys are just shooting the ever-loving shit out of the car. It's uh, it sideswipes another car, and it's still driving, like, all fucked up. Like, oh, the yeah. whole fucking front quarter panel is destroyed. They hit it with a fucking rocket launcher, and the fucking <laughs> trunk is on fire as they drive away. Like, they did, like, just, like, fucking legit, like, hats off, like... Like, this car is going, it's on fire, it's shot full of holes. I really liked the way that uh, they did it. Because a lot of times, well, even in this film, like, they shoot a car and it blows up. Well, and that, um, I was going to mention that because it made me laugh. In the boat, in the in the house where they're shooting, like, Chow Yun-Fat has a guy come up right in front of him. And he takes his gun point blank and goes, <laughs> like, 
yeah. shoots him like 80 times in the chest to kill one guy who's right in front of him. But when they're driving the car, they're driving and a car full of bad guys is coming at them head on. He just leans out the window, one shot, boop, kills the driver and the fucking car blows up. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one shot for that? Like, dude, do it the other way around, maybe. Anyway, yeah, yeah, they get away, they smash the car to shit, Ying and Jeff here are out in the field, and this is where Ying cuts the shotgun shell and puts the powder on Jeff's left yeah, arm bicep. Like okay, I like it, because he puts the powder on it, burns it with the cigarette, Jeff puts the stick in his mouth to bite on it, and he's like, Arr! and he lights it with the cigarette to burn it. But like, the very next scene... He's sitting by the river washing his left arm, and Ying passes Jeff a cigarette, and he takes it with his left arm and smokes it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. your left arm is fucked, son. Like, you're not Thanks using that to smoke. My arm. Yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah, A, it was things. shot, B, you burned the fucking hole with gunpowder. <laughs> yeah. Fill this hole in your body with gunpowder, and then I'm going to light it on fire. You are not smoking. You're not wiping your ass. You're not shaking your dick. You're doing nothing yeah. with that fucking arm for like nine months. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I broke my toes and I was fucking white and sweating. Like, you know. Right? Yeah, that's what I meant when I said earlier that this guy's like Wolverine because Jesus Christ, dude. But anyway, this is where they do have the sort of heat cafeteria conversation, right? Like, yeah, you're an unusual cop. Well, you're an unusual killer. Right, they're they're chatting back and forth about their their lives, 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 and uh, yeah. it's a good they're scene. Lives, their lives. No, it's a, it's it's a really good scene. It's very, uh, I mean, it's not as ominous as the diner scene in Heat, but it's no. basically the same scene. And it's it's very lighthearted because they're talking about you know this. Listen, this guy's not going to fucking stop till he kills you. Yeah, yeah. You should probably let me arrest you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And they're laughing at each other. And this is where they take off and they go to the church. And we get the very first use ever in film of John Woo's doves, which make a reappearance in like four or five other John Woo films. Everything that he ever does from here out has white doves and candles and shit. But yeah, this is good because uh, Jeff and Ying and Jenny are all here. And they're trying to make sure that Jenny's okay. And they're trying to make sure that Jeff's okay. And Jenny's... Like the Simpsons getting more blind um, as, as goes, goes along. Goes yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta act you fast. Only, you better only use this marijuana for uh, medicinal purposes. Oh yeah, I do. Like if I don't take it, I could become even more blind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh. she's getting more blind as the as the film goes on because she's like, Jeff, why did you turn the lights off in this church? And they're like, oh, fuck, it's super bright in this church. This bitch is blind. Crazy blind. So we are. We get the uh, the sort of cut back and forth here from Jeff and Ying talking in the church about, oh, I wish I could have a friend like you. Ah, oh, you will someday. And cutting back yeah. to the bad guy with Jeff's old partner who double-crossed him. Yes. Shooting the, the, the real bad guy here, uh, whatever his fucking name is, Feng Se, is that right? Wong. Wong. Wong, sorry, yes, Wong. I, yeah. I fucking can't get the names right. Feng Se is his buddy. Right, yeah. He's Wong, th- Wong he, is the mastermind criminal. So Feng Se shoots Wong here in the stomach and ends up getting his ass beat with the cane and 
kicked around and smashed in the fucking brain piece. He Dude, when he hits his... it with the cane. <laughs> yes. Like, the cane. Like, I know there's a lot of fucking guys getting shot in the abdomen. And yeah. you're just like, oh, my God, there's a lot of fucking shots going on here. And clearly there would be a lot of guys shitting their pants. So, like, the, <laughs> the, the smell of this house would be horrible. A lot of colostomy bags happening in this, in this but movie. But when... He gets the fucking cane to the head. Oh, my fuck. That was, like, one of the most brutal things in this whole, like, let's just be honest, like, quite violent film. Yeah. Uh, the cane to the side of the head was fucking, like, ridiculous. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Because they slowed it down, and you just see it. You see yeah. the impact <laughs> of oh, the cane and you to see the, the side sweat of his head. flying. Oh, like, yeah. You're just like, oh, it's a rubber cane. It's like, motherfucker, it's not a rubber head. Like, no. that is my fucking skull piece. Like, and it's the other, awesome. The other part is where they hold his head up and hit him with a right cross in slow-mo. And oh, right, yes, That yes. punch is nuts because his eye immediately turns black and swells up. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, awesome. They, they do a couple of fucking great shots. Like, Wu, like, puts the camera overhead. They yeah. fucking uppercut him, and he spits the blood straight up. Like, yep. there's a lot of angles here that it's just like, okay, what's going to be the best angle? All right, well, I'm going to reset the camera. We're going to take two hours to set the camera so I can get this half-second shot of him getting uppercut and spitting the blood up. So I don't give a fuck how long we're going to be here on set. I'm getting that shot. Yeah. And he gets it. So it's awesome. And then this is this is absolutely insane too because Feng Se here is beat to rat shit. He oh man, his face is gray. Oh. Like, like they used just like dash modeling clay. Yeah, and didn't even fucking color it to uh, <laughs> like his pigment at all because it's legit as gray as his suit. But he's gotten shot. He's gotten cane to the head. He's gotten punched to the face. But then Wong just sort of palms his face and pushes him back, and that almost kills him. Yes. Yeah, onto a couch. <laughs> right? Onto a soft landing spot. Yeah. And he, he landed on a couch and almost died. Steals the gun, shoots a bunch of dudes, takes Wong hostage, and then fucking when he takes Wong hostage, he Wong thinks he still has one bullet left. Yeah. But when he gets outside, he pulls the gun and he pulls the trigger and the gun doesn't. It just goes click and, and then he just pistol yeah. whips Wong in the back of the neck. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is awesome because that's another hard fucking hit. Oh, yeah. And then he drives away and gets away from it. So, yeah, that was a good scene. And now we're cutting back to the church here. And the two boys are talking, the boys being Jeff and Ying. Jenny is staring way too close at a candle. Oh, yeah. Like, Jenny Jenny has, like, you know, she might have those, like, super fine white hairs on her face <laughs> that, like, naturally people have. Those are burnt off as, as, as close as the fucking candelabra is to her face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's real close. But Jeff here wants to do, as he calls it, the one decent thing in my life, which is to help Jenny get the cornea implant. He says, if I die here, yeah, give, take my give her my corneas, right? And Which does not work out because his corneas get burnt out yes. like a goddamn zombie apocalypse. Yeah, spoiler later. alert. He gets his eyes dug out like a fucking, well, not yeah. dug out, but shot out. And uh, yeah. there goes Jenny's hopes for a match from him. But Ying and Jeff are in the church here, avec doves. And Feng Se shows up with the money, or part of the money, or whoever. I like that he stumbles in. Feng Se stumbles in here. And Jenny's like, Jeff, who is it? And like, fucking, yeah. How about you relax, because you don't know anybody. Like, it's yeah. nobody you know. 
It's it's nobody you know. It's an old friend. He showed up with Bunny, and he's almost. I'm gonna dead. call him Goofy. Okay, Goofy, just for fun, just for shits yeah. and giggles. <laughs> Goofy, Mickey Dumbo, and that's Goofy. <laughs> So, yeah, Fung says, like, hey, man, he's beat to shit. Blood's running everywhere. He really is. Fucked up and far from home. And he comes in, and he's like, hey, man, uh, here's your money, I guess. And Jeff is like, Jesus, dude, you didn't, you didn't have to do that. Like, holy shit. <laughs> now, okay, so there's a bag of guns. And I'm going to say there's, Jesus, what is there, 50 guys that show up here? Yep. At least. And we're leading up to the final church shootout here. Now, I told you before that they used 20,000 rounds at the beach house. Yeah. They used 40,000 rounds of ammo in this church shootout. Yeah. Like, you... You... you I'm all... I, I, I know what you're saying. There was no... Like, even if they had six to eight bags of just ammo, <laughs> like, that would be... But there's one bag with guns and ammo. Yep. There's not enough ammo to kill everybody that fucking comes through no, here. No, absolutely not. There's just not enough. There's just not enough. It's it's crazy how much shooting happens in the next yeah. eight to ten minutes. But that being said, it's also fucking incredible. <laughs> I love it. These guys, all right, these guys in the church would be fucking... Dead as fucking fried, fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> like, like you surround a church and just start fucking dropping ten thousand rounds into the church. I don't even give a fuck if you're aiming or not. Like, you know, the thirty guys that are there are gonna hit something. Yep. Like, there's a moment where these guys burst in the front doors of the church, and he has this moment with his friend where they're down on the ground. They're having a conversation. I'm yep. like, are the bad guys like just? Standing there waiting for him to die before they start shooting. I saw shooting. them running. Like, yeah, I saw them inside the church. <laughs> like, but now Chow Yun Fat gets pissed because his buddy just dies. He goes over to the bag of guns and ammo. But like, what do you do with Jenny? Oh, Jenny! Jenny's just sitting there waiting to get shot in the neck. Well, she's blind, so all she's going to do is fucking lay there and hope she doesn't get shot. But he does. He does nothing to protect. No, Jenny. D- quite the contrary. <laughs> <laughs> he puts yeah. her in a great deal of harm's way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he looks like dude. He looks like he he's wearing a white suit. Jeff is wearing a white shirt and a white jacket, and he looks like yeah. Ralph Macchio when the guy dumped the spaghetti sauce on him in Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, because he's drenched in fucking blood. drenched in fucking blood. But he slow mo takes his black tie off and ties it around his arm to a to be a tourniquet, b to symbolize the black armband for the death of his friend yes. as he goes and takes a few guns. But again, they've already shown these guys have breached the church. They're in the church, and they're like, he's having a conversation with the cop. And where are these guys? Like, yeah. again, are they taking a break? They're like, they're just waiting their turn while these guys have a conversation. Oh, yeah. And the guys start to pour through the doors of the church. Jeff leaps backwards as though on springs out of the way as he just starts unloading on these fucking guys oh yeah and dudes are flying through windows and jumping through walls and landing on the the banks of lit candles there are stuntmen that get hurt in this movie because these fucking guys are falling off like there's like scaffolding like bamboo scaffolding all over this church and they're getting shot and falling it's not even it's not even good scaffolding no 
Like, it's the shittiest, cheapest scaffolding, <laughs> like, they could possibly get. And they're like, I don't, like, like, the editing goes so quickly, like, it's just like, hey, a fucking shotgun, oh, a fucking machine gun, and they're just fucking tossing guns back and forth. Guys are busting in through fucking windows, the end of uh, Dawn of the Dead, and they're just or Night of the Living Dead, and they're just fucking shooting them like crazy, and they're not getting hit at all. Uh, no. They're not getting hit. Uh, Jeff and Ying are hitting basically everything they shoot at, right? Oh, yeah. They're, although Je- uh, Ying does get shot in the stomach here, sort of on the right left side of his stomach. Yeah, yeah, he does. And uh, goes down, but like, they're jumping over uh, tables and bamboo scaffolding, and there's a guy right after... Ying gets shot in the stomach. He jumps down, and a guy right above him on the scaffolding is, like, shooting down at him. And Ying shoots up. Oh, yes, And yes. the guy falls yeah. and breaks, like, four or five bamboo rungs as he falls from the top of the scaffolding. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I hope that guy there had rib fucking, protection. There are fucking moments in this film where, like, Chow Yun-Fat is around a corner, and a guy's arm yes. comes out with the gun, and he shoots him in the fucking elbow and shit, and you're just like, oh my god. And again, I don't want to imply that, uh, you know, films get, you know, as time goes on, films get better, but for 1989, you didn't have people getting shot in the fucking elbows and knees and ankles and stuff, you know? Not really, like, no. You you, you you didn't have that level of, oh my fuck, he shot him in the elbow. like. <laughs> and then, of course, when Buddy uh, gets shot in the stomach, the cop gets shot in the stomach, like the dove comes swooping in and extinguishes a little pillar of candles. Yes. It is very artistic. I mean, you know, like well Chow Yun-Fat gets shot. They do a, a fucking zoom in on the face of the Virgin Mary inside the church. Yep. The statue of the Virgin Mary gets fucking shot and explodes. Where like, where does that you know, priest the, slash altar boy come from? And why didn't he get the fuck out of there when the bullets started flying? Yeah, he shows up later and gets shot. Yeah, he's late to the party. But yeah. Because he grabs Jenny like, and is like, sh- why don't you come with me? And I'm like, where were you? Yeah. Where the fuck were you, Padre? Dude, they've been but shooting yeah. bullets left and right. He might have been in the confessional. I don't I know. I don't even know. But Jesus Christ. But they're yelling. Okay. Jeff and Ying are, like, working together. But they're like, Dumbo, give me a gun. Yes, Mickey Mouse, here you are. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. come it's- the fuck on, man. Like, can we not have real names right now? Because <laughs> he, like, Ying calls him Jeff many times. In the movie. Oh, and then at the end, he's like, what is your name? It's like, uh, you've, you've called me Jeff at least 40 times, sir. The whole movie. Yeah, and she, the, Jenny's like, I didn't even know his name. Like, he called him Jeff right in front of you. He yelled his yeah, fucking name. A lot. Uh, like, for the movie. Like, <laughs> so, Jesus Christ, yeah. The, they throw that, that bandolier of shotgun shells under the bad guy, and Ying yeah, shoots it. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Pretty fucking but, dope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would do anything, but, you know. I, I don't, it, no, I don't think it would do anything either, but it, it was a cool idea. Oh, it was fucking great. Then they end up walking out. Ying and Jeff end up walking out. And this is where Ying goes, I don't even know your name. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you do know his name. You've been calling him the name the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And they have a little deep conversation. Well, if fate spares us, you know, you're a hell of a good friend and blah, blah. Like, they're having this, again, esoteric conversation. <laughs> 
with 50, oh, yeah. 11 dead bodies around them. And this, uh, this is a movie of friendship. And again, he's like, well, remember me as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Freeze frame. Oh, yeah. And then they cut back to Ying, and he's like, <laughs> freeze frame. And I thought that yep. was going to be the end, but nope. They shoot the gasoline barrels, and those fucking things explode and send dudes flying. And sunglasses guy, who wears his sunglasses at night, much like Corey Hart, is there. There's a guy that Jeff shoots who's standing for some reason on the top of the entryway to the church, and he falls right, right in front of the camera to the dirt. Yeah, the dirt diver. And he got hurt. I think that guy got hurt <laughs> because yeah, there's damn. a couple people that there's there are a couple people that got hurt in this film. Chow Yun Fat got a, a squib blown off and cuts his uh, one of the sides of his eye here, like for real. The the dirt diver, the guy that falls off the church. Yep. I watched that a couple of times to see if I could see the ground move. Like you know, here's a mat. We put some sods over it. The ground doesn't move. No, I think they just put sand there. I think he landed on sand, which. Is not going to break your fall, really. No, because he he came down pretty hard. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah, you're right. He jumped from like 13, 15 feet. Oh, yeah. And then, like you said, the, the bad guy grabs the girl, Jenny, and shoots the priest altar boy, whoever that is. And now he's got Jenny in front of him. And Ying has sunglasses guy. And Jeff has the gun on a bad guy who's holding Jenny. And fucking Jeff... Is just <laughs> Ying grabs the sunglass guy and drags them over. So now they've got this weird four-way, five-way fucking standoff. I, I fucking love this Mexican standoff. It was awesome. Because bad guy shoots because, sunglasses guy. Yeah, immediately. It's just like, hey. Oh, and a lot of blood comes out of this? his neck. Oh, yeah. Great. Like, great. I thought it was awesome. Really cool. Like, eliminate your leverage. All right. Remember, do you remember that part in Speed? When they were like, he's got this guy, and this guy has the hostage, and you only have... Several yeah, seconds. Yeah. What do you do? And Keanu goes, shoot the hostage. Shoot the hostage. Like, yeah. Oh, all right. Take away his leverage. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Great. All right, Keanu. I didn't know you were a sociopath, <laughs> I didn't but know sure. You were a fucking mental case. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ying and Jeff here are having the standoff, and they have the little, oh, I've always a friend to back you up. Haha, <laughs> look at my back. There's the gun. So they have to drop their guns because the, the bad guy is saying, put your guns down or I'm going to kill her. And as soon as they, uh, Ying drops his gun and then Jeff puts his gun down, as soon as Jeff puts his gun down, the bad guy shoots him. And oh, yeah. Jeff drops and grabs the gun out of the back of Ying. And I'll tell you, man, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, Jeff, the confidence that Jeff has in his shot <laughs> is pretty fucking astonishing. Yeah, like, it's... He misses Jenny by amazing. inches. Like... Oh, inches, not inches, like <laughs> millimetres. Fucking, yeah, like it's insane. Like this film is just like this film is like a, a, a goddamn huge set of balls that just like fucking constantly tells you you can do it because he's <laughs> right? just like, yeah, all right, drop your gun and when you get shot, fall back, pull the gun out of your partner's holster, shoot him in the fucking head. Like, why didn't you just shoot him in the head while he was holding the gun? Right. But he's like, no, I'll just get shot, I'll fall back, I'll grab this one, this gun, and then on my way, falling back on my ass after I'm shot, I'll be able to line him up and shoot him in the fucking head. I don't... Un- which he doesn't do. I don't understand how Jeff gets shot in both eyes. Like, does he get shot across the eyes closer than Jenny did? I... Honestly, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. But I just know that his eyes got fucked up. His eyes got fucked up bad. I think there's a lot of symbolism in this movie. Like, there's fucking karma and retribution. 
Like I, I do really believe that. Yeah. Um, well, they cut back and yeah, forth. He loses. Yeah, because you know he's going to donate. He's going to make the first sacrifice in his life, where he's going to fucking donate his corneas to her so she can see. And then the one thing that he wants to do, yeah. like this is this is what I mean by like this movie is like you know like if you made all the bad choices in a video game, uh, it would be this like this ending. Well, and it's it's funny because well not funny but it's it's extraordinarily tragic here because. Like you said, the one thing he wants to do is give her his corneas, and those get taken away from him. Karma's like, nope, fuck you. And then they're crawling around. Jeff and Jenny are crawling around in the ground trying to find each other. This was so fucking sad. It was sad, but he's not deaf. She's next well, to him going, Jeff! And he can't, like, go, oh, you're right there. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I actually was <laughs> thinking, I was actually thinking about that on the rewatch, and I was just like, you know, they might have had a lot better, like, you know, chaotic foley in the background that would drown that yes. out. But yeah, like they're literally a foot from each other, and she almost touches his leg yep. as he passes. As he dies, and you know, and then he just fucking dies. And then she doesn't find a him, dog. and then the cops show up, and bad guy surrenders to the cops. And you get the flashback to the conversation by the river where, oh, you're an unusual cop. Oh, you're an unusual killer, but I believe in justice. Blah blah blah. Which Ying is now crazy. And wants yeah. this bad guy to die. This is Wong, right? Yeah, and he fucking shoots him. And he him. just walks up and shoots him right in the fucking chest. I thought he'd shoot him in the head, but he just shoots him right in the chest in front of all the cops. And he's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, because he was wearing a vest earlier, and he was like, you should have shot me in the head, bitch. Right? But yeah. To, yeah. well, what's his face? Feng Se or whatever. But yeah, Yang just shoots him, kills his ass, and then puts the gun down and drops, and all right, well, that's me. It's about time, because he's probably got, without a word of a lie, he's probably got eight to nine bullets in him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... Like, already. He's not going through a metal detector without setting it off. Yeah, because he's been shot a lot throughout this film. And now he's saying to himself, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Which... Why are you shooting me? I don't know. I'll let it go. And then the final scene of the, the harmonica looking over the church, which is the last, the, the outro, which was supposed to be Jenny getting on a plane to the States, and that's your... Yeah. Closing credits, brother. That is a wrap on The Killer. Yeah, it's a fucking solid movie. Like, I really, really, really like it. I love the way that it's shot. I love the way that the camera moves throughout the action. I love the conversations that, you know, like the cops have with the criminals. I love the ambiguity of who's good and who's bad. Yep. Like, cops can be bad. Criminals can be good. Like, I, I really like that. And for 89, which, you know, like, you really didn't see that type of uh, film at this point, I thought it was great. It was really good. And I really like going back and seeing older movies that I should have watched by now but haven't and getting to see yeah. those old influences like, oh, fuck, that's where that came from. Like, yeah. I really like that. I think it's cool. So, yeah, man, I dig it. So, let's go categories. I don't know. This is kind of a weird movie because we, I don't even know if you, this is a gun fu movie, right? Yes. So if we're going to go categories, well, let's save that one for last. Let's do soundtrack first. What do you got for soundtrack on this? Uh, soundtrack, I, I I legitimately give this four fists out of five, um, which may seem high. But the thing that I really, really, really liked about this film is like there are moments where there's like friendly conversations happening where they have um, very soft music. 
Um, but then they suddenly amp it up, and you're just like, oh, shit, I don't know what's going the fuck on. Something's but, happening. You know, <laughs> like, something's happening, uh, which I think they do a great job with. And then the other thing that I gave it extra points for is the fact that, you know, you actually have her singing, and then her music is used uh, throughout the film outside of her singing in the bar. Yep. So, you know, I give it four fists out of five for soundtrack and and the foley and the gun noises you know shotguns and machine guns i thought it was great so yeah four fists out of five for soundtrack for me yeah, man. what do you no, I, i'm very close to that i would go 3.5 fists out of five just because i found that when they first bring in uh sally Ye's music jenny's music i know it's really her singing yes. but i it just didn't fit the movie for me i don't know i was kind of like right. what the fuck this is a weird choice of 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 weird pop sounds but as the movie went on i got more used to it and it was okay but everything else you said i agree with the foley was awesome the score where it took you from quiet moments to oh shit something's gonna happen was really well done i thought so yeah i'm gonna go 3.5 fists out of five for soundtrack slash music and then acting yeah i i think the acting is I think the acting is fantastic, but it's also bolstered up by the editing and direction. So I'm going to give it 3.5 fists out of 5 for acting. I think the acting is exceptional. I think there's spots where it's a little bit corny, like you know, people will stop to have a conversation about friendship duty and honor in the middle of a fucking gun battle um so that's what i that's what i would take some points away with it's just like you know there's literally uh 60 guys with machine guns shooting at you uh while you stop and have a philosophical conversation but i think the acting is very very good so i give a 3.5 fists out of five for me yeah i'm actually going the opposite of what we just did so i'm going four fists out of five for acting i, I thought the acting was really good yep. and nothing in the film took me out of where we were supposed to be with respect to this scene. I think the the script, and John Woo has admitted, like, I shot this movie with an idea. I didn't even really have a script. So I think right. he was kind of making it up as he went along, which is why you get those weird conversations in the middle of gunfights and shit. And, you know, if you're the actor and you're trying to be like, okay, I'm trying to make this scene work, and John Woo comes up and goes, okay, I want you to tell him that things weren't this way in the past and you know i wish that my friendship was blah 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 and you're like yeah but there's fucking 80 guys with machine guns outside you just gotta yeah, kind of make the best out of it right <laughs> there are bullets whizzing past my head yeah I, honestly that's why i gave it kind of that minus half point yeah. just because some of the scenes didn't quite work yeah. for me some of them work exceptionally well for me but i think that's less acting like moments where john woo is like moving or positioning or pulling in on the camera i thought were fantastic yeah and then martial arts with gun fu here i'm i gotta go pretty high on this man because the the, the gunfights are crazy the squibbing is amazing yeah and the choreography of it is i mean you can't have a movie that has influenced as many movies as this one has and not score it high like this is a four and a half fist set of five gun fu movie for me yeah like i'm going four fists out of five I think it is exceptional. I think the shots to the fucking elbows and the <laughs> knees and the fucking necks. I mean, like, it's great. 
And, you know, like a guy will get shot in the neck and still have a conversation with somebody else about honor and duty. And I'm okay with overlooking that. Like, I'm okay with it. But these guys get shot in various body parts and they just still continue on. Which, you know, I kind of give it a slight negative just on the fact that, you know, everybody's invincible in this film. Yeah. But I think it's really, really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I love the practical nature of it, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I really dug it. There were quite a few defenestrations, if you're talking about the house and the church and several other a places. Lot. There were quite a few defenestrations. Um, would Samuel Hung make this movie better? I'm, I'm, I'm being completely honest here. I, I don't think he would. And that's no disrespect to him. I think this movie stands on its own very, very well. So I don't necessarily think Sam Ohung would make this film better. Unless we were to add in some actual, like, hand-to-hand martial arts stuff. But, you know, no disrespect to Sam Ohung. I think this movie stands on its own without him. No, I totally agree with that. I don't know where you'd put him in this. And... Like you said, this isn't really a hand-to-hand martial arts movie. This is a gun-fu movie. And that's not really Samo's yeah. wheelhouse. There's a bunch of stunts that maybe he could have consulted on. But, like, I yes. I like the way John Woo thinks with that stuff. And I like seeing what he does. Because, like, there's there's no shortage of stunts that make you go, holy Jesus, like, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not really missing him here. He's got a, a better wheelhouse in other movies. Yeah. William Hung obviously would I fucking agree. ruin this movie, so no. He would ruin it, so fuck William Hung. I would not have him in this film. Um, you know, maybe you could give him the role as the police captain, piece of shit. But, uh, yeah, I would keep him out of this. I like this film the way it yeah, is. Yeah, me too. All right, brother, that's a wrap on 1989's The Killer. Coming up next week, we are jumping only slightly backwards to a little year called 1985. And we're going to do... 85? I'm very excited because we're jumping in... What are we doing? It's the first movie... That we're doing from Chuck Norris. And it's 1985's Code of Silence. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so excited for this. This is going to be our first Chuck movie. Our first Chuck Norris movie. I'm very psyched because I don't watch a lot of Chuck Norris movies. I haven't seen a lot. And it's it's a hole in my martial arts viewing pantheon like i need to fill this so i'm excited we're doing the podcast because this is yeah. one of those things that i'm excited to do is a bunch of chuck norris movies other than we are we, we, i yeah. mean we did um return of the dragon but yeah I, I i classify that as a bruce lee film yeah that's not a chuck um, norris movie but uh yeah code of silence this is awesome i can't wait i'm super stoked for this coming up next week code of silence from 1985 on you have offended this podcast <laughs> 